Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined by producer Joel. Hello. Quick question, what were you typing? I was just sending a little email. Were you? It was little. Yeah. It didn't last long. It was... That's all it, sometimes that's all it needs. Yeah. Go away. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, hang on. I've just, I've just got an email. <laughs> hey. Good joke. Fun. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's the intro. It's the fun it's intro. Good. The podcast intro. Um, producer Joel, what's been happening? Um, just I've just sort of been just being very warm for a few days and yeah having a horrible time horrible time yeah oh you don't like the warm well i do i do but not when you have to like work working from home in this heat is unbearable because you know we don't have air conditioning here in the uk that's not a thing people have and it's like 30 degrees my i can barely touch my laptop is it hot I'm hot. The laptop's hot. The second yeah, I touch it, are. it's covered in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're having a nightmare over there. I am. I am. Oh, How are you getting on? Oh. Oh, you're, you're, in a, you're in a very brave grey t-shirt. Brave? I couldn't, there couldn't be a colour worse for 30 degrees of heat, right? Sweat patches galore in a grey t-shirt. Oh, well, yeah. I, I just chucked this on for you, Joel, because I didn't think you'd oh, okay. be topless. I would. Actually, glistening. I bet you are in this heat. Uh, yeah, um, I did. I did think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going out for a little while, so. Ah, there we go. Well, just remember when you do go out. Oh, thanks, Joe. Your whites, your blacks. Those are the t-shirt colours you want. Are they? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Good top top tip. That top tip mm. from producer Joel. I've just from a sweaty man. I've just been watching um, the NBA finals. It was the final game. Did, oh, well, you're nodding like you know about this. I know about it. Yeah. Do you know the who- Greek freak, Janice, had an absolute stormer, 50 points or something, didn't he? God, Joe, I'm impressed by your knowledge. He tweeted in 2014, I'm not leaving Milwaukee until we win a championship. He did. And there you go. And now he gets to leave. Well, but in his after speech, he said, let's do another one. Oh, nice. Yeah, but he's got to go, isn't he? I don't know. People don't care about this, Joel. People don't care. No, they don't. No. They don't. Oh, okay. So, um... So, vest- yeah, so you've just been hot. Just been hot. Just been quite warm, yeah. I haven't really got much to tell you, to be honest. No. All right. Well, we don't have to. You don't have to tell me that much, Joe. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to, you know, bring What have you been doing? Have you been gigging? Have you had to gig in this heat? What, do audi- what are audiences like when it's this hot? I've been gigging. 
I've been gigging in this hate, and audiences have been lovely. Oh. I did a lovely outdoor gig in Crawley um, mm-hmm. the other day. Really nice weather. Got on stage. It was outdoor gig. The sun was directly in my eyes. Oh, wow. And I have, Joel, I don't know if I've told you this before. You could probably tell. Quite sensitive eyes. Oh. And I, I basically, my eyes, right? Did you do the I, whole thing with your eyes closed? Wow, squinting, yeah. Mm. Oh, and sort of looking off to the, anywhere except the sun. Did you address it? Yeah. Okay. But when I was a kid, mm. I my dad was a photographer, and so every year we do like a, a like a family photo thing. And everyone would get so annoyed at me because as soon as the flash came on, or, or no, it wasn't the flash. It was in a studio, so it was those big lights. I, yeah. I could, I, I physically, Joel, I could not God keep sake. my eyes open. I couldn't. If I did, it was like, looked like proper <laughs> straining. Like, and everyone would get annoyed at me because I drew in a photo, each photo. But there's nothing I could do. What was I supposed to do, Joel? I don't know, Mark. Nothing. And then, and then, I so every year at so this has happened throughout my life. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Every year when I used to run the University of Kent Taekwondo Club, we'd have an outdoor photo, and sometimes it'd be indoors, right? And I'd be praying for indoors because I could deal yeah. with indoors. Great. But no matter what it was, uh, every time because they want the sun sort of in front of you because it you know lights up your face. Mm. Um, mm. every photo I look ridiculous squinting like I'm in pain (laughs) I'd love to see a collection of photos of you there's some some awful ones and I'm the instructor so I'm supposed to look like the most professional out of everyone and I look ridiculous and I can't help it Joel I can't suddenly put some dark sunglasses on in the middle of a taekwondo photo imagine all my photos from childhood which is me with these sunglasses (laughs) on everyone else without (laughs) That would be that'd be great. Actually. It would, especially the indoor family photo issues. That yeah, was yeah. so good. <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, well, Joel, I've just noticed I have fifteen percent on my uh, laptop, so I'd Whoa. say let's get this intro in the can, and I'm going to yes. then go and charge it up. Okay. Um, so, really nice uh, podcast this week. Lots of great joke chat. Um, I. We recorded it a while ago, and I, I basically I thought I'd lost it, and then I found the, the Zoom call chat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is fine. It still sounds yeah, good, sounds fine. but but I don't think my audio is as crisp as usual because um, for some reason I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but it's, it was a great one. I'm glad we found it. Um, yeah, and there's still there's still a bonus podcast over on patreon.com for slash jokes with Mark and the 361 jokes five at a time. So head over there and check those out. Um, who's this week's guest? It, it, I didn't think you were going to say who it was then. I was sort of wondering if it might be funny if I just didn't remind you. And we just went into the episode. It is Mr. Paul Savage. Paul Savage, right in your ear holes. Yeah. So what? So what have you? Uh, have you got some bits that you're gonna want to talk about? Yeah. Some so bits. like some got, the, got some, some old about. bits. Yeah. So I have got my phone in front of me. Oh, you're uh, a phone with, guy. Uh, yeah, I was a pad guy, and mm. then it just became too too many too too many, and like not enough information. 
where you're not putting stop do you know what you mean where you but um unless i've written a one-liner mm. where it's every word has to be correct uh to get all of the joke across mm. if you know what i mean uh i will just write a word down and then that's not enough and right. i'll write it because i've got terrible handwriting and so i'll just start writing it my phone and just being like just do it properly um yeah. also because this one backs up to my uh google account because yeah. i had a phone and a pad it was when i was writing my first um edinburgh where i wiped my phone accidentally and lost my pads in the october the year before and then immediately before edinburgh did the same thing again uh and so lost everything but that was actually really useful because i lost i only had memories of bits that worked right. and you're not taking these little broken sparrow mm. half joke ideas that you want to work you know you're like oh this yeah, could yeah. if so i put a load of work in <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just went up there and be like i'll just riff guys we'll get there uh but yeah just went in there and was like Shout oh actually like, out. <laughs> yeah did that for two hours uh, and i was like yeah so i went through and we're like come on give us but yeah uh but yeah trying to rebuild from a rebuild a set is really interesting it's like what you were saying when i said oh yeah i saw you with a black eye and you were like oh yeah and you came up with three jokes that you did mm. then sometimes you'll like remember a a thing and you'll be like oh yeah i had five minutes on this mm. why don't i do it anymore and it's just because it you know sometimes it drops out your set because you're bored of it or you're um you know, it loses topicality, but it's a thing that comes in cycles. Yeah. So you can bring it back and you're like, have you ever had that way? You got like something in the audience where they said something and you slip into a bit of prepared stuff mm. and it looks off the cuff, but also you've got like four, five toppers on it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so amazing where they're like, this guy's a genius. And you're like, oh, this was one that I, I did um, that I've found and brought back, uh, put it further up my notes. Right. Um, so do you know the phrase opinions are like ourselves? Everyone's got one? Yeah, that's the thing. But it's right. uh, mine is uh, opinions are like ourselves. Straight men really like to probe other people's, but they get defensive if you test theirs. <laughs> yeah it's that noise that every time i've done it it gets that where people are like there's a lot to but, process but, yeah it's also i think it's clever rather than funny i think it's a tweet yeah, it's, do you know what i mean it's like a, a, a very good it's not like that is because a, there's a because for a one-liner there's a lot of information in the punchline <laughs> Like it's da, 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 and you're like, oh, hang on, I've got to make sure yep. I understand everything that's yeah, coming yeah. at me. And then you're like, oh yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the. Um... So that's essentially a, a one-liner. So, so would you say you you do really? That's what you could sort of are drawn to more. Or it's a weird one. Is if I sit down and write, that will be what I write is mm. jokes because I like words and I like taking apart words and playing the 
mm. the thing. Um, I started getting into um, cryptic crosswords uh, of like writing the clues for them for other people because I'm trying to write puns or wordplay and you go, oh, that's too far away from a joke. Mm. But you've got the, you've got all the, like the bits of it and you can just go, this is a pun that's not as funny as a joke. <laughs> that's where that lives then. Like you could put all the work into trying to make that a joke. Mm. So what, what, so what you say the difference between a pun and a joke is? I think a, a pun when it works, uh, when it's a little puzzle box, isn't it? It's the, yeah. and when it, when it all makes sense, when, cause that, um, <laughs> I was on a podcast a while back and I was uh, having to defend puns, which mm. is cause they, um, the, uh, the comic that I've drawn, um, they, there's quite a lot of wordplay in there. And sometimes when you've over contrived it, mm. Uh, or where you've made it too. This bad boy. Yeah, that's the bad boy. Yeah, uh, when you've uh, when you've made it too contrived, when you've put too much, too many bits into it, that's when people are like, "Nah, I don't like of, it." Oh yeah, and I, I don't like those actually yeah. really. And they're the yeah. ones where there's a lot of ridiculous information in the setup. Yes. To, to be to force it to make sense in the punchline. And yeah, I, yeah, but then some people love those. But for me, that's I, I that's not what I'm not a fan of that. So yeah. so that's why I never really consider myself a pun comic, which people think's yeah. weird. I think. Oh, it's it's one of those uh, sort of yeah, because I I don't like um, I basically don't like anything that I consider to be cheating, and no. then it turns out that I do loads of those things. But when you're <laughs> like, yeah, but when I do it, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it properly, so I'm doing it. There's loads with um there's one the other day I was trying to write and um it just turns out because the whole thing of not using the word in the punchline mm. that you not using the word in the set from the punchline. Yeah. It was um yeah, it was about uh playing cricket with a mate who's lost uh vision and had to have a uh prosthetic one put in. And he went over to bowl and it fell out. Luckily, no one batted an eye. And the problem there is what you want is a different word for eye that you can put in there. Because I was having to be like, oh, he lost sight in one of his... And he had a, he had a glass. Cause, yeah, because you've got eye one, bowl, but uh, it's still so easy yeah. to say eye. Yeah, but you, you're just sitting there just going, like, you can't say glass eye. You can't say, you can't say lost vision in one eye. You just you can't say there's not another word for eye. You can't be like no, his got all the ocular the eye, like pupil and all that. Yeah, yeah. and his fake. Yeah, there is no other <laughs> word for eye. Yeah, and you sort of sitting there just going, ah, that's. Uh. I remember finding there was like trying to do one on um, elephant in the room. Uh, there's no other word for elephant. That's like really obvious what you're describing. Whereas, mm. like, lion, you can be like, oh, big cat or something, or, you know, like, the king of the jungle. Or right, you can yeah. be, you can be like, oh, yeah, he's, he was lion. Ugh. You know, you can the, do the, the, the grey of... thing with the trunk. <laughs> exactly. You've got to be really, like... <laughs> because when you're uh, trying to do that, 
it is so important because as soon as it doesn't sound natural, the audience is like, oh, hang yeah. on, what's going on here? And that's when they groan <laughs> when you hit the punch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate a I still want to try and make like, that high one. Though. I know. I know some people are like, hey, groan's as good as a laugh. And it's not. It's not at all. It's like, I... My mate, my mate had some, uh, can, has no vision one side. Um, and then he went to bowl. And as he, as he did it, everyone noticed that he had an empty socket. Luckily, no one batted an eye. Yeah, so maybe it's closer by, in Maybe it, by empty socket, you can... Yeah. You can cheat into it. That maybe it's even doing it on stage and just being it's like, still a ridiculous <laughs> setup. It's still, it's still nonsense. <laughs> oh yeah, and there's so much setup as well. There's like mm. just yeah, it's it's one of those ones that like that you just sort of sit there and think, yeah, it's not worth it. It's not. It's, it's um, not worth. It. it probably wasn't worth that ten minutes we just spent on it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's um. Yeah, it's it's such a fun thing with like. It's it's also weird because like um, now I'm starting to get like. Uh, following is not the right word for it, but like people who have seen me. Regularly, mm. um, and when I do a show up at the fringe, you know, I get people coming back or get people going. Mm. Um, I find that because the last four or five shows have been sort of mostly true storytelling about uh my life and being mm. that sort of um is you can't slip into like obvious weird fantasy stuff yeah unless it's based in something so like i had a bit a couple of years ago about um what was it it was um it was about like it was some surreal stuff about adverts about but I had to basically sort of weave it into the the story and mm. the which was a very marginal story, but you know, like you just had to make it a bit of this and put yourself in it enough. But because you um you've written for other people, haven't you? Mm. Yeah, sometimes because those are the, like when you're writing for other people, you can be like here's a load of stuff. But like when I tell stories, I think people can tell whether I'm lying or not. Like, right. and so I'm quite happy to tweak a story 10, 20%, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think, cause sometimes I will be about to say a thing. Don't say it and still mentally cringe and go, Ugh. and if I had that mentally cringe reaction to nearly saying it, I think that's fine for them, me to say it on stage as if I did say it. Cause mm. that's obviously, you can't just be like, and I nearly said, blah, 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 because people will be like, all right, that's not a story. Where mm. he's like, yeah, we all do that. Whereas if you actually say the thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, and that's what I did. I said the thing, oh my God, I shouldn't have said it. And everyone's like, ah, oh, but also how, yeah there's um the things are always funnier if it happened if you say it happened I yeah yeah um and yet you you there are certain people who are like nah i don't like i can make stuff up um just you know don't even have a gram that's yeah 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 and you're like wow how 
when I try to do a couple of stories here and there, sometimes the situation is the only time I'd ever used to think to do a story is if something really mad happened. But sometimes anything that's too mad, it just sounds like you're a comedian that's just making stuff up. Do you know what I mean? Like I I went on a sort of not even a date, really. I just met with this girl. um, And yeah, that is too mad a story. No one will believe that. And, and that, that was it. And just no, no one ever, <laughs> no one ever went with it. Because I mean, I think that I think it's funny. Isn't it not funny? Um, we were at King's Cross, and then we walked up to behind King's Cross. There's like a little canal thing there. Yep. And during the day, <laughs> nothing creepy. Um, and no one's seen us since. Um, <laughs> no. And this, just this mad thing happened where all these policemen with guns turned up and just oh shit with these groups of guys they were like get on the floor down 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 and i remember i wrote some funny lines about what happened but when i tried to do it it would it just they just i don't think people believed that that yeah. actually happened because it's just something you, you see on tv yeah when the premise is so far from what you're expecting mm. there was one and i've never done it I've done it on stage once at a storytelling night, but um, because there's no like need to make that funny, which is the nice thing about those. Um, But Mm. it was, um, we got booked for this gig by a a guy who was sort of, you know, one of those weird little promoters in the Midlands who are sort of like, I'm putting on a gig and you're like, cool, great. And all we had was, the um, postcode for it. Uh, and on the morning, his mum rang, uh, texted me and went, oh, the uh, gig's off, uh, promoter's not very well. Uh, this is his mum. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Is he all right? And she was like, yeah, he's just not been taking his medicine. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. He texted me in the afternoon and go, gig's back on. I was like, okay, great. I'll get in the car. Uh, he sent me a postcode, get to it. It's a hospital building. And but it's just called like looks quite anonymous, and then we pull up outside in the car. In the other comedian that I'm bringing, uh, and he gets in, and then we drive off to this gig, and uh, the promoter's really altered. Uh, he's just like acting a bit weird, and uh, it turns out that we have uh, done a jailbreak on a psychiatric ward, and what? he, yeah. Um, <laughs> And so they, we go to this gig. They think it's been so cancelled. The promoter was the guy you picked up. Yeah, and, and who was, he... was turned out to be me- turned out to be mentally ill and had been sectioned that morning, and because uh, he'd, he'd gone off his uh, antipsychotic meds, but he'd still got his phone with him. So he was like, uh, so he, I think he'd ordered pizzas to the front door. Three people had got out when they, because uh, it's just a psychiatric uh like small anonymous building so this pizza guy turned up three other patients got out at the same time he did but we got a car there for him and he's like hello yeah <laughs> so we we were basically getaway drivers and then when did you uh, find this out like on the way to the gig he told we like, you that was no was. no like we we found this out uh but then like so i was like still got his mum's number texting her going uh we got your son is that and she's like <laughs> No, he's supposed to be in a hospital because um, he, I think, yeah, this was how 
like far ago it was in my career he was like stay over on my sofa and i was like that's a gig yeah uh, <laughs> uh now i don't stay on uh, people's sofas anymore i've made it that far um <laughs> but he um so he was like yeah so I, t- I was like do you want him back and she was like back at the hospital and it because they were she was like there's literally a manhunt around they've closed off the entire of the city center um with police cars and stuff like that on a saturday night because we'd uh, and the thing is is like it's really difficult to turn this into a bit of material because a it's really quite sad that he's that but also no one believes you no one's like yeah 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 or, or I like mean, I, I don't even believe you <laughs> it's so difficult to get into the story where you're like you know what it's like you know what it's like when you're doing a jo- when you're doing a jailbreak for a psychiatric ward and you're the getaway driver and you don't even know what's that about have you ever caused a major 20 police car incident in a city center on a crowded so how did you so you you tried it a few times did you i've tried it at like one of those um storytelling nights you know the ones where it's like yeah and did you just come and tell a true tale did you you add anything to it no uh no tried to keep it as but how, where did uh, you see the laughs in the sort of... I think there was just sort of like the awkwardness and the weirdness. This were... is why I can't do storytelling, because I don't really understand how you generate <laughs>, laughs out of storytelling. Yeah. Because it's all in the... It is, I know it's such a cliche, but it's, it is all in the telling to yeah. make people laugh. You watch someone like Carl Donnelly, he's just so good at like just that kind of bringing everyone and getting laughs as you go in the story. I would never be able to get laughs. Have you ever tried to tell, you know, when you're just like down the pub or something, somebody else's story or like, cause like, um, there's certain people who are like, who've got bits. They're not storytellers in the same way. Like someone like Scott Bennett mm. is brilliant for having brilliant bits on stuff where even if you like i remember i was chatting with my parents and then pretty much word for word doing his bit on um taking your kids to the whether this old and this old taking them to oh yeah you can get in free at that thing if you're that old and you do the and it's such a lovely and it's it's sort of storytelling because it's based on his true stuff and I could, I can do that. I can go, yeah, uh, yeah. You can tell that in the pub as sort of like, uh, I'd obviously credit him because it just <laughs> don't want to, don't want anyone to think I'm stealing Scott Bennett's bits to make myself cleverer down the pub. But uh, I mean, I love that like, Scott Bennett bit about breaking out some people in a. <laughs> that was good when he did that bit. Oh, he's a, he's a classic for that. But the um, have you ever tried to be like describe somebody's brilliant story and then you'll start telling it and be like ah no i've not got the charm for this I've yeah not i mean that's the... just with any of my uh... own stories like, <laughs> like anything I'm, sometimes i if i'm trying to tell a story to mates and i get i get sort of into it and i'm like i'm really regret regretting starting this because it's yeah. got i've got no it, there's nothing coming and i know there's quite a bit left and they're not engaged in it at all. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a. I, I'm the classic in a group of friends that there's. I'm the quiet one that when when there's an opportunity to strike, I'll say something short, sharp, bang, 
Do you know what I mean? Yes. Which is it's yeah. essentially what I do on stage. Is that that's just the way I work. I can't hold court at all. Yeah, that was uh, loads of people when I because I was very shy growing up. Like, did not like being the centre of attention. Didn't like making, uh, and so like I know people who were at school with me who were like, oh wow, it's like insane that you became mm. a stand-up comedian. Um, cause I remember you saying a funny thing once and then not speaking for ages. Cause you just, <laughs> cause that was it. It was like, yeah, you wait for the opportunity, bam, mm. struck out a little thing, but like, you can just be like, nah, I got my laugh. I'm going back in and my life. If that little... doesn't get a laugh, then I won't speak for two years. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, I said something not funny in front of a girl in uh, year 12. Uh, <laughs> didn't speak again for the rest of school. <laughs> just, so what else yeah. have you got down? What, what other bits? Oh yeah, so I've got a longer I'm, bit. I'm trying here. to steer you because we're, we're 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 enjoying chatting too much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, do do we do longer bits or is it jokes? No, whatever you want, mate. Yeah, to vary it absolutely. Cool. So I've got a bit, and it's sort of observation. I mean, it is observation, but it's basically there's no big place for getting your phone uh, screen mended. Uh, I'll just show you that because uh, that is my phone at the moment, which yeah. is. Uh, and uh, you probably can't see the size, but I melted it with a candle uh, because I was trying to do things on my boat in the dark. <laughs> um, uh, idiot. Uh, so there's no big place for getting your phone fixed. Uh, so there's like, there's not like a brand name for like, oh, mobile phone repair, mobile phone replace. It's always this little, right. yeah, yeah, tiny yeah. little shop. And it's like, because you go get your phone from like the iPhone store, the Apple mm. store, and it's all like, shining gleaming and like chrome and smoke glass mm. and then you go to a place that also sells vapes and it's next to a chicken shop yeah. Yeah. and it's got the shutters <laughs> halfway down the window during the middle of the day because they're like oh we don't have time if it kicks off we've mm. got like two rolls of the shutter and and you just go in there with like you're cradling your phone and just been like like a little sort of uh like an old russian farmer whose child has been mangled by farm machinery just been like Please, my son, he's very sick. Please, and then you give them your phone, and they're like, "They're like, oh, cool, man. It'll be um, forty-five minutes." And you'd be like, "Cool, just." I was going to say, "Give us a ring," but you can't do that because you've got my phone. I don't know how to wait anymore. I don't know how to like. If you give me thirty-five minutes to, cool, it's going to be thirty-five to forty minutes. You're like, I don't know what to do. Uh, what, I don't have a what, watch I'm what, am I going to walk around, listen to my own thoughts? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I've got like the idea for something there, but like that is definitely... So I relate to that because... An I've, observation that is tailing off. <laughs> yeah, because you go, it goes from observation into... Well, it isn't... Because I was naturally thinking the next observation is like if someone repairs your phone and then there's a time for it, you to come back, like no one has a watch now because your phone yeah, is exactly. your watch. So to me, there's another yeah. observation there. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. But yeah, I related got, to the beginning. Because I walked in after, um, well, last time I got my phone fixed, uh, he was like, oh yeah, it'll be two o'clock. And I walked around the block, like I took a big long walk around the block, came back in and he was like, oh, we said two, didn't we? And I was like, I have no idea what the time is. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> I'm going to ask a stranger what time it is. Like it's the forties. Come on. Like, <laughs> it's just, say so. Do you have the time? 
Because like, I, I had I the bad experience of, of that. Like I, I had a cracked phone and I, I thought I'll go to, for the cheap option. And I went to one of those places. And then when I got it back, you'd press part of the phone screen and then the, t- the top right-hand corner would press. So it was, like, the whole <laughs> thing was knackered. And I learned my lesson yeah. and I always take it to Apple and just pay through the nose now because your phone's so important. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless it's, you know um, a, good, a really good place, like that's, you know, because that's the thing I thought though, whether that's the problem with the observation is you can take it to Apple. So there is a place. Oh, uh, yeah. If, but, but then yeah. but then I was thinking, well, maybe like with Samsung and that, there isn't anywhere. So that would still work. Yeah, I'd, yeah, because it's, it's, it, it's a weird one with the little sort of, I remember trying to do a bit about garages years ago, but there's no, because uh, like, you know, the sort of like little under the railway arches garages, yeah. but most people take them to like quick fit or the dealership mm. to just be, and so the observation that you can be like, it's perfectly legit observation, but no one's like, I don't I, know. I, I've got, yeah, I've, like I've got an observation about one of those kind of places to get new tires. You'd go there and they, they grunt at you. And like, like it's such a weird experience because you stand there, you've got your car pulled up, and they're just walking around and they don't say anything to you. No. Like, like there's no customer service. There's no, <laughs> hello, mate, how you doing? Oh, what is it? You want tires? Yeah, okay, we'll be with you in a minute. It's just, they just leave you there and you don't know what to do. It's always, I find it so awkward. The worst one I find is when they, um, they open the bonnet up and something's gone wrong and you don't know what's gone wrong. And they'll open the bonnet up. And what I want them to just do is go, that's clearly broken and tell you or go, Oh, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. We'll plug it into the computer and the computer will tell us, mm. but they always leave like this pause where, and then I have to fill it. Me going, Oh, I reckon it's, Oh, cause it was making a sort of, and just like, don't, cause you want to feel like a, like a, like a bloke, like a blokey bloke who knows about, mm. like, cause I always feel like doing this for a living is sort of like, it's very soft-handed and a bit sort of like, uh, so I had a really difficult day today. I couldn't get this joke to work because there's no different word for I. And then you're like grunting around, picking up engines covered in oil. You're like so much more of a proper bloke than me. And then, <laughs> and so that when it comes out, you want to be able to go, yeah, I thought it was the, the yeah. You just want to be able to go, oh, to, to like or it to just like go this thing's definitely wrong like because the amount of times i've gone in with it just been like yeah the little light came on and said check engine and then i've come to you and they was sort of like not belittle you mm. but uh, sometimes you feel a bit patronized where they're like oh you couldn't do this yourself you're like no i've got a job like mm. so, so do you think <laughs> that as an observation because people go to different places, like more professional, not because that's a bit harsh, maybe more professional, but more kind of, more <laughs> yeah, branded, maybe. branded. Because if you go to Quick Fit, someone will come and talk to you and like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Because honestly, I'd, sometimes with doing observational stuff, it's finding out what is true to you and what is general life. Mm. If you know what I mean? Because like, um, I always find this a bit weird with your more successful comedians like ones where they'll do 
15 minutes about getting trolled on Twitter uh, on their sort of like Netflix special. You're like, who's that for? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Like, oh, you know what it's like. You know what it's like when you wake up and someone's like tweeting gifts at you and you're like, no, I've, like, I don't That's have... a different thing, isn't it? That's that kind yeah. of when people sort of talk about ce- their celebrity mates and stuff. It's more of the people that like, oh, I wish I was him because I wish I... <laughs> I wish I was famous. Yeah, there's very few people who I sort of not accept. Like, you can be as big a celebrity as you want, but like doing material about being a bit famous Mm. is really is really difficult to accept from certain people. We're like, and this is how I got mugs off on the one show. And you're like, people are dying, mate. Come on. Like (laughs) there's, it can be a kind of funny story, but like you have to be the loser in that. You have to be the. The loserness has to outweigh the success side of being on the show. You're bloody frozen. You're back. Back. I was such a loser in that story that my internet was like, come on, mate. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> no, I didn't. So it's like you've a loserness in the story has to outweigh the success part of being on the one show. So you, yes. So you've got to really look like a loser to, for that to. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's totally the, um, uh, Paul Sinner's very good at that. Uh, Paul Sinner's stuff about being like, later in life famous and mm. like uh having done all the hard yards and being only really specifically famous for like weird groups of people so he's like among quiz fans and people who like tea time entertainment he's huge yeah. and then he can walk around the streets because no one knows who he is in the sort of general sphere of things mm. um and that that's quite a fun little thing to play with where you can't just be like I remember some of Jason Manford's stuff when he was like just getting sort of famous and was like, that was quite cool. Cause that was like, Oh yeah, you're still relatable and every man. Yeah. And then if you're doing it at the angle of oh, just a normal bloke and suddenly I've got this, I'm putting this. Yeah. Mickey Flanagan's quite good as that as well. Just sort of like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, at a celebrity yeah, yeah. party. Like, yeah. It's oh, a good cool. angle. But, yeah. Whereas, yeah. So if you've got one last bit to do? Yeah, let's do one last bit. Um, uh, 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 uh. Okay, so uh, it's a bit about sort of like spontaneity Mm. at the sort of, so being in a relationship at the the start, quite spontaneous, but like, uh, and I was chatting to some female friends who were like, oh, I've been in a relationship for 10 years. I'd love a bit of spontaneity. And that is the correct amount, I think, is a bit. You want a mm-hmm. bit of spontaneity, not loads. Like, oh, I saw these flowers and the colour of them reminded me of your eyes, so I bought, bought you these flowers. Not, you mentioned you like Sylvanian family, so I've got a load of field mice and I've dressed them in tiny little clothes. <laughs> uh, I made you a fun little treasure hunt. Not, I made you a fun little hostage hunt. Or like... Unexpected breakfast in bed, not unexpected partner in bed. <laughs> and that's just a bit sort of like... See, see, ends. It's, oh, see with that, it's like... Because like, they are... Technically, 
both all those options are all spontaneous so it's not actually a, the bit of spontaneous it's it, it's it doesn't feel like that's quite the right definition because <laughs> they are both they are all sort of equally spontaneous but some are yeah some are well especially if they're really well thought through they're not spontaneous are they yeah i don't know if it's like the wrong examples on those or if it's just not like or if it's too worked if you know what i mean because Sometimes when I write bits, they're because this is something that's not been on stage. It's like light spontaneity people want, isn't it? It's, yeah. That's more, that's what, that's more like the examples yeah. you gave is some of them are quite light and some of them yeah. are quite heavy spontaneity. Yeah, yeah. And you want, because I think once I get that, like it's when you go on stage and you'll just be like, sometimes like you don't need a rule of three. We, mm. you, you, sometimes people like, I get it. Like you don't need to do, you yeah, don't need yeah, to yeah. do it three times. You don't need to do a callback. You can just do the joke. Right. Like you can do. Yeah, because essentially uh, they're the same thing. So you had to get more extreme with those examples to get yeah. any more out of it. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe it have worked just with one example and then moved on. Do you think? Maybe like, yeah, maybe it could just be like a bit of spontaneity like unexpected breakfast in bed is a bit spontaneous unexpected partner in bed too spontaneous and then like you don't need all that faff in the middle uh, so that is i think that's better because because it's yeah because it's that's the perfect kind of example of awkwardness like between the two breakfast in bed partner in bed that works nicely but is it spontaneous maybe i don't even know if that is a spontaneous like because that's not too spontaneous to have a partner in bed is it because the both yeah. spontaneity is just oh let's just do that is that yeah. so, so the difference in spontaneity yeah, yeah. is probably the same that's that i think that might be what the, 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 the yeah the, i think it's just issue. more like sort of like oh yeah i'd like a but i like yeah. partner in bed and breakfast in bed as a thing yeah like, there's definitely something you can do with that yeah it's it's a weird one because like this the um yeah, because you're trying to uh, like tweak it all around to, to make it sort of like, mm. yeah. Uh, and sometimes, yeah, I mean, the, the best editor for most of these is an audience who yeah, will yeah. tell you really mm. quite quickly, this works, this doesn't. Like, So did you try that? No, because I wrote it uh pre just before lockdown oh great that's uh, like definitely yeah know how, yeah definitely know uh, how it goes. yeah we'll do i mean it's gonna be fun going back to it because like this i don't want to be a comedian i mean there's going to be some stuff i talk about post uh going back doing lockdown gigs because i did um uh nannying for my sister's kids mm. and so i've got like a bunch of stuff that's about uh like the morals in kids tv and stuff right. like that that i think is a nice way of getting into it and a couple of fun stories that just happened to me and the kids like mm. it that were sort of an interesting fun way of being like because um you hit a certain point as a age you are and the age the audience is where if you're doing like a gig in an art center in a town anywhere outside of London, your audience are going to be married and have kids. Yeah. As a general rule, you can't go out there and be like, 
you know what it's like when you're on Tinder and they're going to be like, I am on Tinder as a divorcee. I do know what that's like, but that's a very different thing to being like 25 and like, we're trying to hook yeah, up because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen people go out there and eat shit because you've not put any not effort into, yeah, of just being like, ah, oh, man, this killed, it's been killed in, you know, to 25 year olds at student gigs. And I've seen equally the same way around someone slap on their jungler's club set to do a mm. freshers gig and yeah, do, yeah. Uh, you know what it's like when you've got grown up children and they're like, we are grown up children. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like this is, yeah, like just not reading the room correctly. Um, and I think it's always nice uh, to have like bits about uh, relationships and kids for people with relationships and kids, even if you're, yeah, yeah. you know, single and childless, that. there's, mm. there's you nice... can always find an angle to get into it from your, well, your position, literally saying, yeah, that's, Oh, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not actually, you know, settled like some of you guys are, but my sister is, she's got kids looked after and yeah. bang and you're in. Yeah. Yeah. There was one that I don't really, it wasn't the best joke I've ever written, but it really hit a certain like, noise out of an audience where they go okay let's mm. which was um uh it was going like i'm 30 whatever i was at the time it was like i'm, I'm 37 now so like, i'm 37 i don't have kids but i don't even know if i want to be a dad in the future wouldn't mind being a stepdad reckon that's piss easy reckon mm. i could nail being yeah, yeah. a stepdad and that would get like a sort of ooh in the audience because like i'm just going what is it i need to do once every other weekend go to something like a safari park get a drive through mcdonald's on the way home oh mm. i was doing that anyway just makes it less <laughs> weird if i take a six-year-old and the, the like the amount of women in the audience who were like yeah <laughs> who were like clearly sort of uh mums who have got partners who are like yep you're doing the bare minimum and you're like yeah, yeah, yeah it was just such once i got into that little it was it's always a really weird thing when you get like a joke that goes across really well with a certain demographic mm. that's always a weird one like you ever had one of those bits where you're like oh this bit only works for one group of the audience and that's no i don't think so not really there's one i did there was one i did years ago and i kept in because it was just fun to point out the only people who got that were perverts. Right. Was, um, so I... I probably won't had, get this joke then. Yeah, you probably won't, because you're a good, 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 clean, good, clean living boy. Uh, but it was... Um, I went to my doctor, because I've been having trouble with insomnia, uh, which is true, because I've uh, got really bad sleep patterns. And so come out of a bit on that and go, yeah. Uh, and he said, look, we've tried all the drugs. We've tried all the tests. I think we're going to try something a uh, bit more psychological. Uh, I'm going to put you down for a course of CBT. And I said, I can't say how cock and ball torture is going to help, but at this point I'm desperate. <laughs> right. Most people are going for cognitive behavioral therapy, which yeah, is the yeah, yeah. thing. And then there's a different acronym for cock and ball torture. And that would never get everyone. That would get right. like, four or five people oh, going, is, that actually, nah. is, is that actually a thing yeah yeah, oh, yeah. i didn't even know uh, that I, th I thought it was all right because i thought you just made up and you <laughs> oh right no it's some um so yeah so you definitely be able to pick out 
the yeah, and you get people going, and you go, oh, I found my little pocket full of perverts <laughs> over here. That, and it was quite fun too, because there was a couple of little bits later on in that show uh, that I did that, where there was a couple more jokes about, because um, it was a gig that I'd been booked for that was um, emceeing at a sex club, um, and which was a true story. And it was, um, and then just d- doing little riffs on that that where there was like some specific terminology in there like because it was a really weird gig but you have to tailor it to the audience so you're like give us a cheer if you're a dom way give us a cheer if you're a uh, if you're a sub ask permission to cheer way and if you're a, uh, oh, if you're good. a switch if you're a switch pick a fucking side now switch is somebody who goes between dom and sub if right. you're not into that scene you don't know about that i had to no. like google that research but i still found that funny you relay that to me but yeah that was it and the but the little pocket full of perverts would all go you're like them the pocket full of perverts Mm. and that was such a fun little thing to do in the room yeah but yeah yeah, like you say is once you explain it a bit and like Mm. sometimes because even even i'm not in that society i don't know if that's the right word (laughs) i'm i i I know what they are so you saying ask permission to Put your hand yeah, up yeah. Or a cheer is, and that's, that's, that still works to me. Yeah, that's the sort of thing of where you've got a, like quite a lot of the time with doing jokes that are wordplay uh, in stories. You are sometimes just finding out if you're like, is this phrase common? Mm. Like the amount of times that I'm like, oh yeah, that's a well-known phrase that I'm messing about with. And it turns out that no one really uses that, or it's like yeah, a yeah, yeah. that happens to you uh, quite a lot. Yeah, because um, I mean, I'd imagine that you were told. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you want to write jokes, sit down with the you know, the dictionary of idioms and go through those. Yeah, no, I uh, did, really you, did that, no. Yeah, I tried doing it and it just doesn't work because I see, you I can write... I approach jokes slightly different because that's what people do and then they work backwards. But I tend to start forwards and then do a twist is how I like to do okay. stuff. But yeah, 
that. What do you mean, like, with so, the... So, so, uh, my favourite jokes are kind of pull back and reveal kind of just a, a natural in into a conver- like into a piece yeah. so it doesn't feel forced or anything and then that phrase within that I then put a twist on afterwards yeah so I, so I tend to have the I prefer having the the phrase in the setup and then because I like my jokes to me being an idiot so me misunderstanding something yes so that tends to be in the setup and then the punchline is the sort of the after effect of the way I've taken that phrase. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really interesting one because like your um, onstage character is so immediate uh, where I don't know what it is about the sort of like the face or the way you set up, but if you say all of my jokes are about me being an idiot, you don't even have to say that or apologize for that. That's your sort yeah, of status yeah. is quite nicely yeah, lineated where you're like, Oh yeah, I'm that. Yeah. Whereas the, the, there's certain ones where people say, Oh, what are you high status, low status? And mm, I'm like, mm. honestly, like, it depends on the bit. Like yeah, 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 yeah. it's sort of like, you know, and that I think is to my detriment where you're like, I don't know whether <laughs> I'm, like because there's bits where you're like no i was an idiot in this and i am now gonna have to spend five minutes explaining a political thing to get the next yeah it's like you know some people have joke. have bits about they've got an idiot mate well that idiot mate is always, always has to be me i can't have an idiot yes. mate yeah that's, yeah that's how i kind yeah. of work on it right we've got to stop yeah. there because my producer is going to be annoyed because <laughs> we, we've been talking too much um and uh, it's great man i'll that's give it perfect. i'll give him the wooga hashtag wooga that flew by mate no worries thank you very much absolutely flew by thanks for doing it absolutely fun Paul Savage hashtag awooga to Paul's hacha um so uh, if you like the cut of Paul Savage's jib um he's got a he's got a he's made a little comic oh nice he's made a comic um and it's, it's it's good actually. He sent me one. It's very funny. Um, well, I just asked. I've got it right here actually. He, I said, ah. Oh wow, it's physical. Oh oh, there we go. Yes, yeah, a real one. It's a real one. Oh, look at that in person. Um, but I couldn't remember what it was called. I am okay, but it's called. But Doctor, I am a collection of comic strips by Paul nice. Savage. Nice little title that. And that's available at savagecomic.com. There we go. Lovely. Nice. Lovely, lovely stuff. Um, Joel. Mark. I'm da- it's getting lower, the old thing. Is, the there, is, there, wow. is there anything you want to do before we, uh, we say goodbye no, to I'm, everybody? No, I'm, I'm scared of it dying. So Okay, head over let's get out of here. to patreon.com forward slash jokes with Mark for all the extra bonus stuff. And uh, see you all next week. Any more for you, Joel? No more me, more me, more me, more. Nothing more for me, Joe. Hashtag a wooger, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.